sun. <laughs> sun cut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. The sun cut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee. You know, make the bucks. <laughs> the sun cut. They go to jewelry. Yeah. Experimenting an apocalyptic experience. Apologizing for death. Niggas ain't hearing it. But we seen the signs. We ain't say shit. I guess we in the mimes. It's some clown shit. I'm just a poor nigga with wisdom. One day you catch it. Supposed to eat with your dogs. But ain't nobody blessing. The food for life. The cops watching. We both sketched in. Don't be surprised when they throw a bone in your homie. Fetch it. You on your own, pal. Ain't no best friends. Ain't no true toys. Ain't no new bins. Ain't no family trips. That's where we follow trends. Ain't no love in the town. That's where the hate blends. The cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. It's that mixtape, man. Uncut gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man. Salutation, salutation, salutation. You have just pressed play on the Uncut Gents mixtape, your favorite podcast. I am Rolex Ryan, Dr. Popular Opinion, and... Hey, I am your guy, man. Your tour to this beautiful world. Uh, your man, about Dell time, man. So happy to be here. Peace, King. Peace, King. I was 36, man. I heard that you turned 36 a couple days ago, which is interesting because, you know, you're 36 now. I'm 36. The inverse of this show number is 36. This is episode 63. How are you feeling? Hey, man, I feel amazing. You know what I'm saying? It's th- I'm 36. We just elected the 46. So, it, you know, it's, 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 it's a crazy world, man. It's, it's crazy world, crazy times. Uh, yeah, man. So I feel good, man. I ain't got the COVID. I'm out here. I'm living. I had a beautiful time. Went to, uh, went to Palm Springs, chilled with some, with some close friends and, uh, you know, ate well, uh, did a, did a crazy ass hike in some windstorms and, you know what I'm saying? Almost see my girl get blown off a cliff, had to grab her on some real cliffhanger shit, pull her in, tell her that I love her, then walk off the cliff. It was crazy. Yeah. Big times. Was it, was it really that cinematic? Nah, I, I had to put the ten on the two. That's how you do. I mean, she got bloomed because she had, she had, she had like it was like, and then she was like, ah, and I was like, oh, baby, you all right? She was like, I'm cool. And I was like, yeah, you got to be careful running cliffs. And then we just kept walking. I mean, you know what the thing is? Like, you're you're so damn cool that the the basic stories sound cool too. Oh, okay. Like, I okay. mean, the, the, she's like, oh, baby, you good? I'm cool. All right, we kept walking. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it sounds player. It just sounds player either way. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> So I apologize. I apologize for asking if it was cinematic, bro. You you are cinematic. What am I talking about? I'm, right. I'm Come on, I'm cinematic Dale. I'm, that's you what they that. call you, cinematic that's Dale, dinner party Dale. Man, you know how yep. I be. You know how it is. You know life. how I be. First of all, I just want to get. I want to give a massive shout out to. Before I give a shout out to Kamala Harris or Joe Biden, <laughs> I want to give a massive shout out to Oregon. Shout out Oregon, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big up to Oregon, yo. I know a lot of motherfuckers who probably about to move there immediately. Like as soon as they heard this shit got passed, start packing bags. 
They only had one bag, but it's cool. Right? <laughs> Basically, for, the, for those of y'all that don't know what me and Dale are talking about, or y'all just not excited yet, or y'all didn't Google it, I'm going to take a quick flashback. We mentioned how props are important. We mentioned how you should focus on the props within your area versus focusing so much on the actual election. One of the props that Oregon passed was just to just decriminalize drugs, hard drugs at that. They decriminalized hard drugs. And that was a prop. People went out, people got together, people got together, and it was like, yo, we don't want drugs to be wrong no more. We want all drugs to be all good. And it passed. Everybody need a fix. (laughs) Everybody need a fix. Basically, uh, Oregon voters uh, voted to decriminalize hard drugs, basically. So not just weed. You can really go out there if you want. You can get your meth on. You can get your heroin on. You can do cocaine. You can do whatever you want to do in Oregon, Loki. They all they got a whole aisle of bent spoons. They got a whole. Aisle. <laughs> you know that you got you have to buy the bent spoon. You can't just bend your own. You have to go to the store and buy the bent spoon. I feel like I do feel like there are like original OG heroin addicts. It's like, nah, I don't like the prevents, but I like to bend my own spoon. Yeah, I like to just yeah. bend to my own. Kind of like how I, like, I know they already sell blunt wraps, but I still know people that still feel like they need to buy a swisher and clear it out because that's just the better way to do it. But you could already buy right. it naked. Nah, I want to nope. buy and clear it out myself. That's what <laughs> yeah. you gangster. I got to cut the guts out. I got to do it. It's just the whole thing. Cut it's the a whole <laughs> Yeah, man. So shout out, shout out, shout out, Oregon, man. I think that I think that's huge. My question to you, Dale, about Oregon is: Do you feel like Oregon will, I mean, eventually be more lit than Vegas, since you can just do whatever drugs you want to do out there, or what? Definitely, it's about to be the new Amsterdam. Shit about to go wild in fucking Oregon, bro. About to go down. Motherfuckers is gonna be able to really get recreational meth. Shit's about to be on on site. I'm not going to be there. It's not going to be a party for people like you and I. It's going to be a party for all the people that you be seeing on the streets that's getting doing recreational meth right in front of you anyway, but they ain't even tucking it. Now they ain't even got to think about the police running up. They ain't got to think about rollers, nothing. They just be like, nigga, this shit legal, nigga. Hera. Nigga, just be out there getting it. Nigga, dope right now. You nigga. know you know what, though? Oxycontin. <laughs> here's my issue. Here's my issue, though, Dale. Like, shout out to them, but at the same time, Oregon... Don't think you slick. Don't like try to really make this an Amsterdam where everything goes, but y'all still, but y'all only clean because y'all still deporting your homeless people to California. Like, don't be, don't be getting everybody strung out and then sending them here. Cause I know y'all been doing that shit. Y'all been sending people to the Bay Area and the Bay Area be sending them to the Valley and the Valley missing them to like Lower Fresno and then Lower Fresno trying to get them to Bakersfield and then y'all down in LA like, nah, we don't want no more down here. So either way, Oregon, don't be getting that. You know what's funny about that? What's funny about that is that does make it like Vegas, though. Because you can go to Vegas and do some wild shit, but then you got to go home. Like, I mean, unless you, like, the people who live in Vegas don't, just don't really partake in life like that every day. They just be like, ah, go to the casino every once in a while. It's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, "Mm, it's, it's all right. Like, it's cool, but usually I just chill and do this thing. Right. But, like, 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 our people who live in LA, like, you just go do fun shit, but, like, that's really gonna be, like, that's gonna be how it is. People are gonna be taking. People are really gonna be taking buses, like Greyhounds. And I, I, I gotta give y'all, the, I gotta give y'all the mind set of how this works because people aren't gonna be riding out there in cars. Like we talking about people who are already fucked up on drugs. So if they like, yo, it's hardcore drugs, and I can just go be out there. Like they, that shit about to be like fucking Woodstock. 
like to motherfucking drug users. Bruh, like I'm, bruh, I'm, I'm low key, bro. I'm low key thinking the opposite because, like, I feel like they they already deport the homeless people out of there. So, like, I feel like if you try to cross the border, I feel but like I'm saying you gonna go there. But what I'm saying is, look, you ain't gonna even be homeless. It's gonna be like a, a event. It's kind of like like Burning Man or like or like fourteen or a forever, <laughs> forever. It's just gonna be like once a year they just go out there and just get even more the most fucked up ever. Like I'm about to go out here. I'm about to try some new shit. I've been on here on this whole year. Next year, I'm about to you know, crack. I'm about to bring crack back, and they just gonna do that. Shit. You know, you know what I think it's gonna be. Like? I think it's gonna be. I think Oregon gonna be like this. You know how they won't let they only let certain people in Canada? That's how Oregon gonna be. I feel like or they really they're not gonna let just anybody in there willy nilly because nah. Be, be, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna reap the benefits of that because it's legal, right? Yeah. So they're gonna make everything legal, right? So all that money still go to Oregon. So they're gonna have that shit once a year. Like, yeah, come in, come on, we're gonna have everything lined up for you. They're gonna have parades, crackhead parades. Lined up. Lined up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have a question. Wait, so are they, wait, drug so, fest. Wait, wait, so I have a question. So I, I went to Oregon once. I've been to Portland. I went to uh to a Hope concert out there. And you we can only buy alcohol at like this special like state store to get alcohol. So my question to people in Oregon. Um, if anyone knows, would they sell that the crack and cocaine at the state store? Can you get state? Can you get that stuff at like Shell? Like, will they let anybody just sell cocaine at Shell? Let me get, or, let, me get let me get fifteen on pump six, and also let me get some crack. <laughs> <laughs> let me get let me get ten. No, it's going nah, hell no, nah, it's gonna be like it's gonna, let, let, me get, let, me, let, let me get uh, let me get fifty worth. Let me get fifty worth of coke, and then. <laughs> And then just uh, put three or four on four. <laughs> <laughs> three or four. Three or four. Go ahead. Just to change. <laughs> it's gonna, oh, gonna be like, it's gonna be like, hey, it's gonna be like yo, uh, I need a, um, I need a Tuesday worth of crack. They'll be like, all right, cool. Your total is forty eight ninety six. All right, man, cool. Put the rest on pump four. This is a fifty dollar bill. Yeah, just put the rest on pump four. So that's one oh four. Come on, man. Don't worry about my business. Just put one <laughs> put 104 on pump four. You heard what I said. So I mean, shout out to Oregon. Shout out Oregon. Um, that's what's up. We have a couple props passed in California that I guess do stick out because me and about their time did mention them a couple months ago as far as regards to the Uber ride share bill if you will regarding gig jobs whether or not they were going to be employees or contractors that was not passed so they will remain contractors you have a feeling on that deal in your opinion i like that man i think that that's really good I, I i know that they were selling these very sad ass commercials of like drivers and they're like man i wish i had health care you know what i'm saying but like when you really talk to lyft uber drivers or people who actually do this for real life they didn't want none of that shit they wanted to be able to stay contract, rake in as much money as possible, and be able to do write-offs on the shit that they go for as work. Straight up, straight up. I mean, I mean, when it comes to anything, uh, everyone really wants to cut out the middleman. And when you become an employee versus a contractor, you get a little bit more middleman tied up in your stuff, which is weird because I was just watching uh, American Gangster the other day, and that's the whole premise of the movie. Like that's what Frank Lewis is trying to do, cut out the middleman. But right. I do, I, I, I do. I did hear some stories from some people that were saying my family member does this. They have no health insurance. I've heard all those. I heard those stories and I empathize with those people. I can't speak for them. However, the people that I do know, 
like about Dale Thomas said that we're interested in like now I don't want the government all tied up in my bread like that. I don't want to be employee. I want to do what I want to do. I want to move how I want to move. I'm independent contract. I'm 10.99. I can write off whatever I want to write off until you get something passed into like an employee. And they got to report. You got to talk to Cheryl in HR based on when you can start. And then suddenly they got background checks and it's the background check for your car. It's just a little bit more tight. And then suddenly it's favoritism and all these other things you don't want to deal with versus right now is it's basically kill what you eat. So right for those people that were excited about that going through, bless it to them for those who that wanted a different outcome. I mean, you know, I mean, if at first you don't succeed, you know, try and try again. I mean, next year to be your time. And also, also, I want to say, you know, another reason why that probably didn't pass is there's a lot of contract employees out there. I mean, not employees per se, but contract uh, workers who really, like, if you think about barbers and you think about nail salon or you think about, you know, I mean, it's various jobs, right? I'm not going to sit here and list the whole list Facts. for you, but those people probably were thinking, yo, if they're going to do that to them, when are they, they might come and do that shit to us. Right, right. So, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, you got to do that to them, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We, so, I mean, I think, I think overall, man, because, um, I mean, that's, that's what this world, that's what this society is about, right? Like, becoming your own business type or whatever. Whatever it is, you should be able to be a successful business owner. Because there's people who really treat Lyft. Like it's their own business. You get in, they got water, they got light switches in the motherfucker, so you feel like you're already in the club if it's that club environment. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's people who really take this serious to another level, and they might, as in, an, if they make you an employee, they might say, "Hey, the, we looked at the survey and it says people don't like that. Right now, we don't want you to do that any longer, and you have to wear a shirt and tie, For and <laughs> and you have to go by Toby the whole entire the whole entire ride. If anybody comes. If anybody comes in, if anybody comes in, actually your name, you tell them your name is Toby. <laughs> why do you, you got to change your name? <laughs> because that's just how it goes. Your new name tag is Toby. <laughs> no, but my name is Hakeem. Nope, Toby now. <laughs> no, hey, no, you, you make a good point because I do feel like once you once you do move people to to employees, once you do that, like the game changes, right? Like you like right. yo, yo, like yo, if I have to pay you a certain amount of hour, you're gonna do exactly what I want you to do every hour. And then the game, right. the game get a little bit different. Uh shout out to shout out to the bill which gave which restored the right to vote to parole and convict and people convicted of felonies. As before, um depending on your felony, all you need to do was re-register to vote. And then some felonies you just weren't able to vote based on whatever your situation was, but Prop 17 passed, which gave the right uh, to people on parole to convict the felonies to vote. So shout out to Prop 17. Now, you have any feelings on that, Dale? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, what's crazy about that is, is what you mentioned is that a lot of felons didn't even know that all they had to do was just re-register. Right. So, I mean, um, man, that probably put a lot of big cut down on that, uh, on that 40% margin, on that 43% margin nice. as well. You know, people knowing now that they're able to vote. So that's dope. I mean, I think they serve their time. They should be able to make choices in this in this in this economy to figure out which way they want to go. Doesn't mean now you don't have no right to figure out who your president is, though, or what a props you want in your neighborhood because you fucked up. You sold crap one time. Now it's legal in Oregon. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow! You ain't never lied. <laughs> you really, 
You really ain't ever lied, B. Nah, I mean, that makes, right. that's a good point. I mean, yo, like, if I, if I got caught selling crack, me, I'm not going to let me out of jail early. Can I at least vote when I get out of jail since it's legal now? Right. Kind of. Like, I do kind of. Yeah. You kind of say that's definitely relative. So, I mean, shout out to them. Hopefully, hopefully that's. I mean, it will be. It will be and a that, massive push for you to know that they can vote with, with that being passed. And now it seems like they're trying to hire jobs. I mean, if you basically just legalizing dope and crack and everything like that, now those people can go out to work and get good jobs. Hey, man, that's what I been, did for 15 years before they got me in the Fed. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I've been selling crack. And you know what? That, just, like, I never, I, that's kind of brilliant. I never thought about that. And it's like, so you go to you, you go to a job and they're like, yo, have you been convicted of a felony? You're like, yeah, I go was convicted of a felony. Well, what was it? I was selling coke. You, what do you mean you're selling coke? Yeah, I was selling coke. Coca-Cola? Nah, cocaine. They took you to jail for selling cocaine? Yeah, man, back in the day it wasn't legal. Well, that's stupid. You can you can have a job here, James. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> and now and, and now you're the principal of elementary school, which was your dream your whole life, but you couldn't be a principal of elementary school in California because they said that you got caught selling cocaine. But Oregon where dreams come true. Now James it's now good. James Georgia is the principal of of, of uh Gangsta Gangsta Elementary School in Oregon. Like shout out James. Shout out James. Gangsta Gate Crippin' Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, James. Do, you Shout know out how, James. do you know how like do you know how dope math class is gonna be now since they can talk about Coke and H? Like you know how yeah. instead of it being like Michael, Michael had three oranges and Tommy had five apples. Ain't nobody got all that fruit. But if it's like so it's like so young Jeezy, young Jeezy gets it from Michael Jordan and Jay-Z gets it for Dwayne Wade. What's the cost difference in a kilo of cocaine, Tommy? Oh, uh, I don't know, 20 racks. You win. So the math, the math is gonna be so much better. We could use lyrics. We could use drugs. Oh, elementary school <laughs> math class about to be lit. It's gonna be so lit. Oh, <laughs> it's dude. gonna be. Oh it's God. gonna be so outstanding. So I mean, yeah. So now that me and Dale's gonna walk you guys through these props, which I felt like was important. I know why y'all tuned into this particular show today. However, we have been hammering home the props and like the independent control you have in your specific area. So it would be irresponsible of us to just speed up over those things as if they didn't happen. So when those things do pop up, I do want y'all to, you know, take a look at the book. Not even book. Just Google it. Props in my area for upcoming elections. Simple. Because this shit makes yeah. a difference. For all you know, you may want to live somewhere to let you do heroin legally. It's your business. You can go to Oregon and do it where it's legal, or you can stay in Cali doing what? Eating cat food sandwiches, hiding from your parents. Or in Oregon, you go, you know go do it. All you want to take pictures with your girlfriend on IG. Stunt, I'm doing heroin on a gram. Damn, IG, the Oregon IG story feed finna be different now. They gonna be different. <laughs> <laughs> like in Cali, in Cali, everybody smoking big weed and shit, taking shots, Hennessy, right. all that. But in Oregon, people really gonna be on their stories doing heroin. Like, yeah, we made it, Prop 22. We did it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> We did it. It makes me think. It makes me think who lined up to vote, <laughs> bro. Everybody, who, bro. Who, like, who was going down to the? Who was going down to, to the drug community? Like, hey, bro, you know you want this to pass. <laughs> Wait, they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know I'm a I'm a challenge you on something because this this is how I feel now that this because because people voted for it, it may change my mind. So at one point, as everyone knows, probably like I don't know, maybe still to this day. But five or six, ten years ago, people that smoked a lot of weed got a bad name. However, because yeah. California is progressive, as they say, we could debate that somewhere else. But now when it became up 
for a proposition, it got passed. Like, oh, so everyone was voting for it. It's good for everybody. Like, the professor went and said, weed is good. Yay. Weed for everyone. Weed for six-year-olds. CBD for everybody now. It's cool. So if it passed in Oregon, you say who was lining up? Bro, like, the professors was lining up. The bus drivers, the cops was lining up. It was cops in line. Like, I want heroin to be cool. I'm trying to do heroin later on. I don't see why everybody's going to do heroin, but I can't do heroin. If I'm a police officer and all I do is arrest people for doing heroin all day long, I'm getting cut with needles, stabbed by heroin addicts, they're having a good time on the freeway. Why is this happening to you? <laughs> I'm just saying. What, what kind of violent ass drug you <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, feel me? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, maybe if people was in line, I mean, I hear you, Dell. Maybe it was just dope fiends in line. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe, maybe it was just dope. Maybe it was literal dope fiends in line, like falling asleep in line and shit. Niggas, 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 I got dog. No, stay up. Stay literally, up. literally <laughs> stay up. Niggas still had the belt on his forearm, like while going to vote. Hey, you finna just leave that on? Don't worry about my business, player. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a possibility. There's only so many dope fiends to vote. So maybe there were police officers like, bro. I'm trying to get this. Hey, I want to see what it's like. So they voted. Like it had, yeah, it had right. to be that way, man. Like it, I agree, it had to be some people who are out there probably like you was shocked to hell that they even voted for that shit. Like Jimmy, you voted for that. I thought you were totally against drugs. That's the thing is, I was against it because he was because he wasn't legal. <laughs> but if they're gonna legalize it, I'm just gonna keep exactly. It out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it's kind of like this, right? Let's say this, right? Let's say. Let's say you're a police officer that doesn't smoke, right? Or you don't do no, or you don't do any drugs, right? But you do have to prosecute right. these people. And I'm gonna ask you this, Dale. If you work at AT and T and there's like, yo, we have a vote. We gonna have a store vote for employees. We are gonna vote on no more returns. Would you vote no more returns? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the police officers that's like, yo, let's decriminalize this shit because I don't want to deal with these niggas no more. So I the police, I agree, because half the time they just like that's the worst people have to deal with too. Like, okay, bro, you got to get up. Damn, I gotta lift him up and shit too. Like, oh, like, I don't wanna do it. This nigga breath smell like the asshole out. Like, I don't wanna do it. Right. And then then you gotta then you got then you gotta you exactly boo on yourself. You go home and your wife is like, uh, you smell like heroin and boo-boo. Like, man. <laughs> Why does she know what heroin is? Because you do this every night. Damn, that's a sorry ass cop shit. No wonder why y'all be mad. Hey, bro, ain't it though? Like every night, it's like every night. Every night, it's like heroin boo boo, heroin boo boo, heroin boo boo, heroin boo boo, heroin boo boo. Save a kid out of a tree, heroin boo boo. I shot somebody. Fuck, that's your day. That's your life. Damn, I'm sorry. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. You just heroin boo. Heroin boo boo. Heroin and boo boo. That's what I'm saying. Y'all don't. Y'all may not understand this. I'm gonna explain this to y'all really quickly. Some of y'all do know me and Dale personally. If y'all don't, then y'all should because we done did 63 episodes. But me and this man have worked an array of different jobs. So we do have an outstanding skill at putting ourselves in other people's shoes. And that's why I can really sit there and say, yo, if I smell like heroin and boo-boo every single night, I'm really finna go vote pro-heroin. pro, pro Like, no, make it legal, bro, because I don't want to <laughs> smell like my wife's gonna leave if I keep coming home smelling like heroin and boo-boo. <laughs> Just fuck it. Like, if he want to kill himself, fuck it. Let it go. That's God's will. That's <laughs> Bro, that's that's guys. What I'm saying, that's like, um, that's Darwinism at its best. That's survival to the fittest. Like, yeah. if there's heroin out there and you do too much and you die, then well, I mean, you know, that's, you know, like just walk into the arms of time, my nigga. That's just what you got to do. Damn. So, I know up. why y'all here. Listen, we buried the lead yeah. long enough. Basically, 
unofficially low key, but hella, we got a new president. Facts. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, big shout out, man, for Oakland, man. Let's stand up for Oakland with a vice president, though. Being a woman from Oakland, you know what I'm saying? So stand up for that. I know y'all love that. But some of y'all might not like it. I know everyone has their different uh opinions on on, on uh now Vice President Harris. But man, what do you what do you think about it, Rolex? How do you feel? I right mean, what now? do you mean like overall? Like as far as what happened about about Kamala, about Joe Biden, like what do you mean? Just uh, how do you feel about, you know, just do you feel a, a little bit more at ease, you know, did hearing the news relieve you? In any you know what, man? I'm not really relieved, right? Because I don't, it's, <sighs> I'm not an alternative theorist, if you will, like saying conspiracy theorist, because that sounds disrespectful. I'm not an alternative theorist. I'm just saying that. I keep hearing this stuff about how this isn't quite over yet. So if it's not quite over yet, then I'm I'm kind I'm kind of concerned. I mean, anything that's drama is great for the show. However, with it just being kind of unofficial, and they saying George is still counting, is it even though even though it's even though it's not uncommon for votes to be counted several days after an election happens every year, for those of you guys who don't know, the way this whole Georgia thing is popping and the way old buddy ain't really made a statement and the way he's talking about suing everybody, I'm just kind of got my seatbelt on waiting for whatever. How do you feel? Do you feel relieved? Do you feel like there's nothing he could do? Do you feel like this is after somebody hit a three, everybody rushes the court, there won't be no replays? How do you feel? Damn, that's a good... Well, I love that analogy of uh, hit the three, everybody rushes the court and there's no replays. But no, I, th- I definitely think there's there's more drama that's gonna come that's gonna erect from here because, like you said, like the recount with Georgia, but it is coming, right? But the thing is, is it's it's who it's against. It's against Trump. It's against his supporters. I mean, it's against everything. This man right now playing golf. <laughs> He's trying to not even think about this shit. Eh? He over there, like, nope, I'm still the president. And getting not nope, they didn't win. Y'all didn't know. I'm, I'm Joe Biden. I tricked all <laughs> you motherfuckers. Like, like, no, but he, um, I mean, he's already made, you know, statements saying he's not going to leave, things like that. So he's going to make this a problem. And I'm interested to see what's the turnout in, in these events that are, that are about to uh, transpire. Because, I, I, I mean, like you said, I, I think you hit, I think you said the, the right words. It isn't over. And I think that that's where we're at right now. Like, yeah, it feels like a little semi-win, right? You're like, ah, it's good to see that he going to be out. Like, everybody enjoy- rejoicing. Yesterday, I saw a rainbow right after the election. Like, oh, rainbow? Then I was like, oh, life is changing. <laughs> right? But, but you know, I mean, shit. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see what these next two months are going to unfold. So this is where, and what's so I, guess, I, I guess this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at with it. So first, so number one, um, number one, when it comes to just the way this has unfolded, I think it's comical. I think, I think it's comical because of the outcome of the strategy, right? So, and the reason I say this is because obviously Donald Trump had this great plan that's about Dale Time mentioned a couple months ago. I want to say it was mid September. Donald Trump had mentioned 
yo, there's some missing, there's some ballots already missing. Like this ballot, this mailing ballot thing ain't gonna be it. This ain't popping. They're already trying to play me. I, I already I see it coming. It's gonna be an out hustle. And he tried to plant that seed really, really early. Like, yo, this mail-in ballot ain't the move, so on and so forth. And that would have been a great plan because at this time when they still count votes, it's like, yo, I told y'all, I told y'all the mail-in ballots wasn't all good. The issue is this. Within Donald Trump's presidency, pre-presidency, in real life, when things don't work out for him, he always claims that he was cheated. He even claimed being cheated for the, for the apprentice not winning an Emmy one year. So he's always claiming being cheated when he doesn't win. So that's a dope plan, but that plan wasn't for you. That's not the plan that you run because everybody knows that you always never accept the L. And the problem is you came in, you came and spell Dama without L. So you gotta hold this L. <laughs> my pro, my my concern, my concern is something I find really, really weird. It's like for somebody that can willy-nilly manage around the whole year saying Wearing a mask ain't important. COVID ain't that dangerous. Everybody just leans on your every single word. You sitting here telling me that you didn't have anyone around you that was like, hey, Donald, feel me? Like, if these people would do anything you say, like, they'll do anything you say, bro. They'll do anything you say. Why not just tell them to fill out mail-in ballots? Because I don't fuck with that mail-in stuff. Like, that's stupid. But, Donald, <laughs> they'll do anything that you Well, good. Oh, no, no, I got another plan where I'm going to just say it's a bad idea. And then when I lose, I can say they got me. You see, Donald, see, you feel me, bro? That's a good plan, but not for you because everybody knows you never take the L. Shut up, nigga. I know what I'm doing. Okay, fine. And then everybody's sending the mail-in bags. You're like, where are these mail-in bags coming from? Mail-in is cheating, bro. You told everybody not to mail them in. You told them not to mail them in. You, you, know, you, know, what it remind, you know what it remind me of? It remind me of this. It remind me of this. As a Warrior fan, you hear this a lot. To other people that are local to our fan base, y'all hear this a lot as Warrior fans. People that people that die by this Michael Jordan shit will tell you this all the time. If Michael Jordan shot threes like Curry and them, they would have won thirty championships. But the three the three point line was there. Yeah, but Michael, they wasn't they wasn't really allowed to. They wasn't shooting like that in the nineties. But he could have. Yeah, but no, nah, Curry didn't be cheating. What? It's the same. <laughs> they just they just be cheating. <laughs> For doing shit that's the part of the game. It's the same three-point line. And Michael Michael Jordan and his OGs have whispered it to like, yeah, if we shot like that, huh, we wouldn't, we would have, we would have had nine. You would have had nine. MJ, you would have had nine. Draw. You know, but MJ is that old nigga that just you can't win no shit with OJ. Even I mean, with MJ. Yeah, even you can't definitely can't win no shit with OJ. Yeah, <laughs> even even Charles Barkley be like, that ain't done ain't even basketball. That ain't that ain't basketball. What? So I think it's funny because it's the same to people people that have the tools available, but then don't use those tools and be like, this nigga out here cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but you had but you had all these months to tell. And, it, and I'm, I, I want to say, I want to genuinely say that as like, as a Trump supporter out there, whoever is listening as a Trump supporter, because you know, we really brought in this. So I'm positive we got some Trump supporters listening. Hold this elbow. Check this out. How silly are you that you follow this man's every word so often that you didn't even think to just mail your ballot in? Like, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm still stuck on. I'm still stuck on you talking about how 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 you really just you just really get playing the same game. You got all the same rules, but you saying it's cheating when somebody else used the rules you don't use. That shit reminds me of like Floyd Mayweather fighting 
And you know how he be using all that defensive yes. technology, you know, deep techniques. He be getting down, and then it's like he, he cheating. He running away. He moving like no, like he just. Looks that's like a great defense. example. That's, that's a great, <laughs> bro. That's so good. That's so good. Cause what really being just just rolling his shoulder, like just matrixing on everybody. Matrix, matrix. He cheat. He don't. He don't ever get hit. It's boxing. He's not supposed right. to get hit though. And they just be hating, like he don't even hit that hard. Like I get it, but he just he would be your ass in defense. <laughs> he don't even he don't be knocking nobody out, but he be winning. Like and he and he has and he has slept people, but he's older now, so he don't have to do that. Like it's just silly. Yeah. It's it's so, it's so silly. Like and you know, it's interesting because this isn't this isn't a, this isn't like a Shaquille O'Neal situation where it's like okay, like you seven two. And you 300 plus pounds and your footwork is crazy and you can muscle somebody down there. Shaq is a beast. However, he does have physical advantages that some people do not have. But Shaq's a beast. He's a legend. However, like Floyd Mayweather's 5'6". And Steph Curry is 6'3". Like y'all, all those tools are available. The tools are there. But he, he cheating. He cheating. So that's, that's I think, collectively, that's why I feel like this will be a situation where the three-pointer has already fallen through the net and ain't nobody coming to save you, Donald. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Oh, ain't nobody yeah. coming to save Otis or Donald. Because, number one, it would be it would be one thing. It'd be one thing if you told people, like, yeah, hey, this is what we're going to do. I need all y'all to mail out as many bots as possibly can. Like I said, COVID ain't real, so y'all can still leave the house if y'all want to do that. But mail out, do those mail-out ballots. Mail the ballots out. And then you could later on be like, my pit, my people mail out ballots too. What's going on? But you discourage mailing ballots, and you always say that you get cheated anyway. Nobody want to hear what no, nobody want what you got to say. So for me on this end, I do kind of feel like the other foot has fallen because people just kind of ignoring him, and he's already kind of given up. Like I've I've been on his Twitter feed, and he ain't really spitting as much vitriol as he usually spits out. So well, he on the golf course. I'm trying to tell you right now. He are I think he in there. Watch, I'm gonna just go back in there. You know how it is like when when you when, when the girl kick a dude out and he go go stay somewhere yeah. for a minute and then he come back like he ain't never like he ain't never wow. left. Walking in that motherfucker like, what's up, baby? You hungry? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I know I know you don't I know you don't watch <laughs> I know you don't watch Seinfeld, but um there's a classic Seinfeld episode. Uh, where George Costanza quits his job because he gets upset and just walks back in the next week like he didn't quit. No, I, I, bro, I, I was going to just stop you, but I let you go ahead and spit it in case you was going to say an episode I didn't know. First off, to all of the listeners, there, I definitely watch Seinfeld. I don't know what he's talking about. 20 years of history, he doesn't even know I watch Seinfeld. And I definitely remember that episode. He walks back in, tries to act like he just he just playing it all cool, like... Yeah, I'm back here because he quit because of the boss because they wouldn't give him a promotion or something, right? Yeah, something along those lines, right? Yeah, my bro, I, I hey. there's been multiple times you've clowned me for watching Seinfeld. I know you actually watch Seinfeld. I've never, I never clowned you. I just be telling you when we be talking about certain things. I'll be like, yo, I'm talking about black sitcoms, and you gonna bring Will keep bringing Seinfeld? No, no. Wait, wait, that's, right, that's the that's the complete opposite. <laughs> you will be like, you will be like, bro, let's talk about. 
let's talk about the best black comedian actors. And I'd be like, well, I mean, I can't really name that many off of my episode. See, all you do is watch Seinfeld. That's why. All you do, you watch too much of that white shit. You always tell me I watch too much white shit and list Seinfeld as though you don't watch Seinfeld. But now I know that you watch it. Stupid. So, see, it be your own people. It be your own people. It be your own people. They'll be like, let, they'll be like let's name the be- let's name 100 of the best black comedies. I'm like, bro, I don't know 100. Well, you want up watching that white shit, then you can name 100. Like, bro, I don't. That's white supremacy see, getting at you. But, in, but, see, but secretly, you watching it. See how they do? You see how, <laughs> you see how, they, you see how they do? What Drake say? It's a lot of six guy worshiping. It's a lot of six guy worshiping behind closed doors. Yeah, they do you. But yeah, man, you're right. I think Donald definitely will try to pull off some. Oh, wait, the election was last week. Oh, yeah. oh, nah. Wait, no. Oh, let's do. I didn't even know. Let's do it again. I didn't. I wasn't tripping. I was. What's up? Nah, I'm. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave. I'm not gonna leave. I think I think this I think this is honestly like this is like one of those times where you say raggedy boyfriend, he go back, act like it's dinner. But I think this is a situation where the raggedy boyfriend, his name's a little Earl. I thought like this is a situation where little Earl leaves and then she's like, Yo, get your shit. And he's like, I'll get it like later. I'm gonna get it later. But it, it's stuff that you know he gotta get. It's not like socks. It's like you, it's yeah. like some stuff where if she, if she throw it out, she's going to get sued. Like, it's like a PS4, hella Jordan. Or a Social Security yeah. card. Right, exactly. Exactly. Social Security card. His, his kids' shoes is there. Hella stuff, right? And she's like, Earl, come get your stuff. I'm going to go get it. Like, I'm just, I'm going to get it. So that's how Donald is with his concession speech. He won't, he won't say he quit. So, you like, you're not, you don't legally have to do it, but it's just one of those things you're, like, supposed to do. Like, it's like if you get great, if you get astounding service at a restaurant, you're supposed to leave a tip. I don't care who you are. If the service is astounding, you're supposed to leave a tip, at least something. Unless you're in Spain. Unless, Unless you're in Spain. Spain. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, you don't got to leave no about, tip. Nope. I'm talking Call about you. purely California, where the where the people that serve <laughs> you are underpaid. Only in California. If you receive service that's astounding, you have to leave a tip, and that's how the concession speech is. You're just supposed to like be like, "Yo, bless up to do." Feel me? He did. I feel me. It was a good game. We fought hard. God bless the Lord to the most high 100. Now, Donald, he gonna be like, you gotta see me cuz for this seat. <laughs> he gotta see me cuz. He gonna have to battle me in the front in the front yard. You know how I go down. You see how, y'all, y'all, did y'all trip did y'all trip how, how opulent and cool about their time is? I'm sitting there telling y'all about my just small-minded eating experiences in California and he got a flex. Like, you know, in February I was in Spain, feel me, and the culture out there for me, it's just basically just different than everything that you know about out here. So I'm like, oh, y'all know that someone that be in Spain that speaks Spanish that's kind of a native of there, they don't do it out there. Nobody asked nope. you, Otis. <laughs> Nobody asked you that. I'm just trying to inform the people. So to all my California people, because I was confused the first time I went to Spain. You know what I'm it's saying? Like the first and time. when I went there. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> the first time I went, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was confused. Like, oh man, what you mean we ain't got all these tips? Like, people was looking at me funny. So I just don't want y'all to have to go through the same thing. You know, Dale did that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. I knew it was off that bar. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew the whole I knew the whole bar was coming. <laughs> I knew the whole bar was on her way. So I mean, when it comes to when it comes to this particular situation, based on the way that the votes are right now, they are still counting. And as far as the popular vote goes, 
it's 75 million to 70 million, which, and that's, again, that's a popular vote, which we go by electoral, but Dude, when you hear that, when you hear that amount, how does how does that make you look at this election a little bit differently, if at all? Because the reason I ask this question is because I feel like the term Trump voter is used a lot. Trump voter, Trump voter, Trump supporters, Trump voters, as though they're gothic kids, right? As though they're gothic kids, it's two out of ten, two out of twenty, maybe, right? right? They have they have a whole bunch of ex 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 ex-Titician posters, and they worship a picture of Marilyn Manson. Two out of 20. But Trump voters are half the nation. So hearing that yeah. number, does that does that make you assess this differently, or do you not really value them as people anymore because the election's over? <laughs> how, do you, how do you move? Look, looking at the, looking at the, uh, at the map of the nation, right, and you're seeing all of this blue, like this, this very minimal blue but then you see all of this red, right? Hey, that shit made you think, damn, I don't even know if I could even go through these states. That's like, you know, back in the day we used to have Green Book and, you know, they keep a little safe Negro, you know, <laughs> little, little guide for you that you right. got on. That's what that shit reminded me of. Like, this is a little safe Negro guide. Be safe, you know, watch how it is when you go through certain states. That's definitely how it got me feeling. But, you know, I will say this. Um, it's, it, it speaks, it, it definitely speaks a lot to to Trump supporters because I mean you see how how big it is right because majority of Biden's votes ain't really like yo I support Biden it's more like get Trump out of here votes so you know what I mean like it is a big difference on that so it's effective but I I'm hoping that you know with Biden getting in office with Kamala being on the uh, vice president I think you know maybe this can start some healing in this nation. That is much needed. So that's what I'm hoping and hopefully, but I, and also this point to this point, to see some of those things as Washington's election, to see some of those things like Georgia, you know, Stacey Adams out there pushing to, 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 to expand the Georgia vote. You know what I mean? Where it was definitely red and then things like Philly where, you know what I'm saying? Like they were showing red and then originally started going blue to see some of that lets you know, you know, the future of this nation isn't really in that bad of hands. Not necessarily behind the president, but behind the people, the community that we are. Because thinking into this particular election, it really made me think a lot differently like that. Yo, we hold a lot of power here. And I mean that as a, as a whole. We hold a lot of power here. And we need to start really, really using our power. as a, Not just so much depending so much on government, but really using our power and our voices to, to to suit the changes that we need as an economy. Facts, facts, one thousand percent. I mean, that that's a that's actually very well said. I like what you talk about when you say when you compare that to the Green Book. I want to take it back there. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, back in the day when there was uh, more segregation, uh, basically there was a book that black people had to keep with them during travels. Not didn't have to, but it was it'd be. It'd be great to have it with you to let you know where it was safe to eat and hang out and go listen to music where you would lower your chance of being murdered. So <laughs> if you do look at this map, it does kind of it, it does. I'm not going to say it makes you it makes you think Green Book, but it absolutely makes you think Green Book because there's <laughs> like a trail. It's, it's and it's interesting. And I do want to say shout out to Georgia because um, Lucy Macbeth, the mother 
of a black gentleman that was murdered at a gas station because his music was too loud actually was nominated um, in Georgia for a Senate seat. So for the people that <laughs> a lot of times we talk about, well, so if I want to change things, then you saying I got to go out and be the police. You saying I got to go run for Congress. Like, what if I don't want to do that? Which is a great argument, right? You should be able to put in your vote and then change things. Um, and it should go that way. However, shout out to her because like, Jordan Davis was murdered on November 2012, and she become a she became an av- advocate for gun control off the rip. And now, eight years later, she's a member of the House of, of Representatives. So, shout out to her. That uh, is someone in Georgia that was nominated, and my sister actually put me up on game on that because she sent me basically a list of everyone that she voted for. She tried to vote a gentleman off of the school board that kept sending out notices saying school was closed because of the Chinese virus. Like, he kept saying... Chinese virus and my sister didn't like that he kept saying Chinese virus so I hate to <laughs> I hate to ramble on and on and on but these props and what you do locally is just so important and just to tie that back to what De- what Dale said about Stacy Stacy Abrams just on the ground floor like grassroots like hey y'all gotta get out y'all gotta do this this is the information and shout out to her because it wasn't just hey go out and vote because we need your vote because this is important. Did you vote yet? It was like, yo, this is why you should vote. This is what's important. This is what you should, this is what you should vote for. And this is what is should be important to you. And here are your options. And based on that, I, it seems like, I mean, shout out to Donald Trump and Joe Biden for receiving the most votes in an election ever because Barack Obama ever. previously held the record, which was 69 million. And both of these dudes have over 70 million votes. So people did... They really did show up and show out. They really did. I mean, what do you... Barack was Jordan. Barack was Jordan. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, well, but, and people, Barack, Barack fans be like, well, if he could have had a mail-in ballots, well, he did have mail No, but it's during a pandemic. So it's different, which, you know what, which is honestly a good argument because <laughs> it's honestly a good argument because in California, you can send your ballot out willingly on strength. Like, you can mail out your ballot right. in Cali regardless, period period you can however in some states previous to covid prior to covid if you will you could only have a mail-in ballot if you have like a real life reason like you had to basically to get a mail-in ballot in other states was almost the equivalent of having to get like a handicap lacquer it wasn't for you couldn't be willy-nilly just sending it out california we could just i don't want to go out there so you just mail it out because you know we we believe in like the future and like sending shit and not leaving the house for anything right but in other states they'd be like Nah, nah, you got to prove that you got shot in Vietnam for this ballot. So this year, they let everybody do it willy-nilly. So I'm saying if Barack was running wall, everybody could mail him out. Barack might have had, me, 50, 500 million votes. Exactly. Jordan. <laughs> Go. I mean, he's from the shy, feel me? So basically, exactly. technically, he might he MJ of it. Exactly. My, <laughs> <laughs> my question, my, I, I kind of have a question for you regarding this. Do you... Do you feel like this dude will just take this L? Like, and I asked you this in a way where I know before you give me the quick answer of no, Ryan, he has a Michael Jordan mentality, he's not gonna admit defeat, he's not gonna give nobody no concession speech. I just want you to think about this. He lost the whole election, and some of his people ain't picking up the phone. Fox and tur- Fox and turned their backs on him. His wife don't want to be the first lady. Like, do you feel like there's something inside of us and be like, man, let me walk out here and just say, and just say, I'm going to hold this L, man. Like, you know. 
I think he about to try to pull a Jerry Maguire. And take the goldfish with him? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? <laughs> he about to walk in the White House like, like, all right, all right. No, you fucking won, Biden. You, you did it. You fucking did it, man. You know, you, you fucking liberals. They fucking all went for you, man. You know what? But fuck it, man. Who's coming with me, man? Who's fucking coming with me? Get out so, of here. We're going to start our own nation. <laughs> so, so like, you know what? That man, that might be, man, don't don't talk that in existence, bro. It'd be great for the show, but don't speak that in existence. Like, don't, don't even do it. So, I, I feel like, I want to say this might be a situation where there was a Mike Tyson-Lennox-Lewis fight back in the day. A lot of y'all see on the remember, but before the fight, Mike Tyson was like, I want to eat his heart. I want to eat his children. Like, I promise. I'm word for word quote. I want to eat his children. I want to eat his children. I want to eat his children. Even though, like, for dinner, raw, right? <laughs> and then after, and then after he got, and after Lynx Lewis got in his mouth, he's like, "I love him. Like, I love that man. He's a great man. I'll have his children." Right. <laughs> after you throw so, up. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes. After somebody just runs the tour de force on your neck, you have no choice but to be like, you know what, feel me? Good move. Good move. Like, for example, right? When we was younger, when we were younger, I was a crossover king of the world. I would drop anybody within a tri-county area. One time we was at the gym, and Dale lit me up. Lit me up. Gave that boy that one, lit, two. He was lit me up. Yeah, I remember it. I got a picture this, of it in my this, wall. See, see the the cinematics see but lit me up i didn't know where he went and i was like you know what man i couldn't even play it off you know how you try to like look at your shoe or look at the sky it just i couldn't play it off i was like yo man you got me that's that's what trump gotta do trump gotta be like hey man you know just this once feel me you got me and that's just kind of what that's kind of what has to happen so listen donald i know you listening to this because everybody listening to this it's okay to just hold this l bro just hold the l come out be like yo I'm gonna hold this L and then just walk off into this, right. walk off into the sunset. You fin, he just gotta come out and be like, "Hey, it was a hell of a run." <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It was a hell that's, of a run. That's. I feel like that's all you really gotta say, right? Like, that's all you really gotta say. And also, also, there's this. I just wanna, I wanna say this. I've mentioned this several times about how he's gonna be a one-term president, and you know, you shouldn't really be a one-term president because it's a bad look. Okay, here's the thing. In the last 100 years, there's only been four. But, but, in the last, since of all 46 presidents, a little bit over 20 of them have had one term. So you fall into like a 50th percentile. I mean, of course, like years and years and years ago was different because, you know, like they was just running through these presidents like, yeah, we don't like him, get him out of here now, we don't like him, get him out of here. In the last, in the last 100 years, it hasn't really happened that often. You know, we had, we had George Bush Sr. and then Jimmy Carter and then John F. Kennedy. But, you know, I mean, and yeah. so, <laughs> I mean, so it's not, you're not in that bad of company. Like, nobody from, like, the last couple years is for you other than George Bush, but his son got two terms. So if your son get two terms, then. That's kind of like you get four. That's like you get 12. I mean, you that's know, true. so, yeah. So you can relate to Jimmy Carter. He, so it's not that bad as people say it's going to be, Donald. Just come out, be like, yo, I'm, 
like Dale said, it's a hell of a run. That's just say that. That's all you got. That's the best clothing speech anyone could ever give to anything. No matter what situation you're in, if your girlfriend kick you out, it's a hell of a run. Hell of a run. If you go, if you go to a school, you go to a school, and and you had some bad things happen in your life, and you felt like that was the time to empty the whole clip, and the judge be like, "Why'd you do this? Like terrible crime." It was a hell of a run. What does that mean? That's all, drop the mic. That's all you gotta do. Lock That's me it. up. Lock me up. <laughs> lock me. It's a hell of a run. Like at that, when you say that, everyone knows that you know that you ain't shit. So that's all you gotta say. But my whole picture of him saying that, right, is him going on stage, like you know, like I don't know what that. What do they call that, right? When the president hands over, like you know, the the president. That's the inauguration. That? The yeah. inauguration, right? So when he goes to the inauguration, right, I picture him handing over to Biden. Getting on there, hey man, it was a hell of a run, and then just walking off, taking his MAGA hat, throwing it to the side, getting on the helicopter. But right before he get on the helicopter, he looked back. You got the juice now. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. Yeah. You got you got the you got the juice now. <laughs> that would that'd be the coolest shit. <laughs> that'd be the coolest shit. That'd be because hey look, you ever had like a manager that wasn't good to their jobs, they got fired early, but they left in like a cool way. And then in your mind, in your right. mind, you kind of like, well, he's not good at his job anyway, so I can't really judge him by his job. So good luck to him, right? So for Donald's yeah. like, bro, you got one. I mean, it was a, it was a hell of a run. You know, you walk, turn the hat backwards, look back. You got the juice now. And they get on a helicopter, helicopter just fly off and buy him like, damn. That's a class act right there. Right. Even though he's not a class <laughs> act, but the way he leaves, like exactly. you got the juice now. Like you say that to you say that to anybody. Man, that's the move. That's the move. That's, that's the, the move. Because the only thing Biden can do after that is give it up for Donald Trump, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's the move. That that's the move, man. I don't really know. I don't. You can only say you got the juice now, like power situation. You can't. So if you get arrested because you're the mass shooter, you can't say you got the juice now. I don't know who you say that to. That don't right. work that way. Yeah. But for others, <laughs> you can say you shoot and you get caught. Yeah, you got the juice now. No, I don't, <laughs> nigga. I don't know you. <laughs> so look, hey, I wanna. So I wanna. I wanna point something out. So it's 2020 now, right? And obviously, four years ago, Donald Trump got elected. When Donald Trump got elected four years ago, in 2016, I wrote, I want to say, one of my first jokes I ever, like, put pen to paper. And I also started the podcast by myself for the first time on, like, this little, like, raggedy, itty-bitty little app that I had. A lot different than the high-tech system that me and Dale are working on now. Four years later, uh, I've done a several comedy shows, and now I work with a great team and we've created multiple, multiple hours of content for all you guys to watch and listen to. And over those four years, when I examine what I have done, I'm like, damn, you know, I could have done more. So what I challenge you to do is, too, is this. Elections are an easy way to measure and manage your own progress. I mean, ages are a little bit different and years are a little bit different because, you know, years ebb and flow, ages ebb and flow, school ebb and flows, you know what I mean? But when it comes to these four-year elections and we complain about these politicians and so on and so forth, so on and these votes, what did they do for me over the last four years? 
what have you done for yourself in the last four years? So I challenge anybody that's working on something, look back, look back on 2016 and be like, okay, where was I at then? And look at where you're at now. I mean, for anyone that's on like any type of creative creative venture or looking to strive towards any particular particular successful level, if you good where you at, stagnant, living life, no judgment, do you? However, for those of y'all that are on a particular path to something great or that you believe is great and you feel like your taste is good and you're enjoying what you do, but you want to kind of measure yourself a little bit, think about where you are right now. Think about 2016 and then think about 2024. Because before we get on, well, what's going, what's Biden going to do in his first term? And then who's going to be, and then who's going to run for Republicans in four years? What's going to happen? Just think about what you got going on. Because I definitely believe when I was sitting there chilling the other day, just thinking about, just really thinking about like four years ago and what I was doing four years ago and where things were at and how I felt like writing these jokes where I was going to go tell these Donald Trump jokes at this bar that turned out to not have an open mic. So the guy was like, yo, you can't do this because you're new and they're going to destroy you. And I was like, okay. He was like, yo, just watch. Then turns out all the comedians that was going to go up that night, they got destroyed because they had Donald Trump jokes and that was a red hat bar. It just didn't work out. So the universe was actually looking out for me. But <laughs> and four years later, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at my craft. And within those, in the next four years, I feel like I should be better. So what I do want to tell y'all, is I want to drop this quote real quick by George Bernard Shaw. The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Overall, what that means is if you want something different, you're going to make everybody else adapt to you. If you don't, you could just go fall in there willy-nilly, walk into the arms of time, and let it do to you what it will. However, you have all the power in the world to make things adapt to what it is that you want in this world. That was beautiful. That was really, really beautiful. Man, that's dope. But I was just thinking about you and that red hot bar (laughs) getting up there, you're telling some jokes, right? (laughs) Trust this, trust that. It's MAGA, bitch! <laughs> Yo, it was going to be, man, it was going to be bad. It was, it would have been really bad. And not even, and I know, I know all y'all heard those comedian stories was like, y'all went to my first mic and I killed that shit. Everybody died and I got a contract. It don't go like that. You know, your first time you go, somebody shoots you and then you go to the hospital. The next time you go back, then you good. It don't, it don't right. show up in there. Nah, it don't really go that way. And it's funny because when I had went there, everything I had wrote down, the way I was writing everything, it wasn't even like they weren't even jokes. It was just I didn't understand structure or even get any of that. Just thoughts. You were just getting thoughts. And they were out. thoughts. Yeah, I hate Trump. Don't y'all? <laughs> hey. But, <laughs> no, we actually love him. <laughs> but it's, right, like, but it's stupid. It's funny because seeing the, seeing the other people go up, I was like, okay, like I could do that, right? And I saw them do it, like, but their timing was all dope or whatever. So anyway, yeah, man, like since then, I won, like, I won a, a show in Stockton. I've done like several events, so on and so forth. But whatever. Anyway, I just want everyone to know that like another four years is going to come and go. So if this is having you really upset or if this has got you elevated to feel like you can do better in this world because because you don't have someone telling proud boys to stand up and stand by or whatever you feel like the world's a better place for you at this point then i mean take advantage of that and let's reevaluate another four years with all that man do you have a listen of the week for these people 
Hey, man, I sure do. And my listener of the week is, man, from the late, great Nipsey Hussle, man. And that song from his opening uh, album that he did drop, Victory Lap. But I do just want you to go and listen to that first song right there, right when you turn that shit on, because it's so fire from his 2018 album, man. Victory Lap. I just want you to take that one out. Featuring uh, Stacey Burke. I think this is just a great song for this week, man. It's just something to let you know for all you people who happen to be left wing or people who just was ready to get Trump out of office. You know, it's a victory lap for y'all, man. Feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? The year is almost over. And you know what I mean? Now you got, you know, hopes that, you know, we got a, a competent president in office. So, you know, maybe some things can can change dramatically. So, man, yeah, man, check that out, man. Go listen to that. Perfect, perfect. That that's a that's a solid selection. It's a very solid selection. Do you have a listener of the week for these people? Man, no, I didn't. You know, I'm sorry. I was on my birthday weekend. I was chilling. I was doing stuff. So, I'm sorry. Nobody was hitting me up. They was all saying happy birthday. Nobody wasn't saying great show. It's all good, I man. It's all <laughs> shit. No, I'm just... <laughs> it's all good, man. I just I want to give I want to give a uh, I actually want to give a second listen a week to somebody. I just want to say this because they've been hitting me like twice a week the last probably five weeks with quotes from the show. Uh, my brother Bat out in Merced, uh, he every time he hits me, it's with some hilarious, some type of hilarious statement that about Del, Del Time has said, like some type of ridiculous hey. quote. And and I gotta laugh again when he does that. So shout out Bat, continue listening. Um, I will upload your picture. I appreciate you participating in the content challenge of our shirts. If we have sent you a shirt, you owe me a picture. If we have not sent you a shirt, please DM me so I can get you this shirt. Because I just we just restocked. Shout out Township Tariq of the Township. And we restocked them and we got them on deck. So, I mean, hit the DM. Let me know one of your favorite lines. Let me know what one of your favorite lines was from the show. And I'll get you a shirt out. Yeah, thank you so much, Batman, for listening, man. I greatly appreciate it, man. Much love, and thank you so much for supporting us because, you know, we need it. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know this black home. So, yeah. yeah we own this. All of this. All, all of this. I'm running all this shit. All of this. Listen, man, so y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. Hey, man, and if you made it this far, man, I really, really, really fuck with you, man. Hey, and if this is your first time tuning in, it's about Dell time. Yeah. It sound like something. <laughs> it's uncut. Yeah. Like BT after midnight. It's uncut. Trying to walk in Milwaukee, you know, make the butts. <laughs> Uncut. Here go the jury. Yeah, the cops ain't after helping. They just apprehend. Error of application. The robots are men. Error of conversations. Even if arguing, we rough around the edges. Even when dropping gems. It's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah, it's that mixtape, man. Uncut Gems mixtape. Shout out to the homies, man. Free the homies, man.